0: okay good morning i'm back we're back uh today is wednesday december 13 2023 uh in the last portion of the month moving into uh 24 2024 2025 i imagine will be very intensive years i mean i guess you could say it's already quite intensive um there's been some word uh on the periphery of people talking about World Economic Forum and all those, or they had some announcement. that Somebody was thinking, or some someone makes some comment at some conference, something like, "Maybe we need, you know, to accelerate the plan." So, uh, but there is pushback um, in Europe, even, and not just for on the street, but from uh, corporate or or moneyed interests who are not interested in being. Deindustrialized at gunpoint uh, and leaving uh, de- depopulated. So there is uh, an evolution of um, uh, perspectives or a greater understanding that harm is uh, deliberately being done from leadership levels down, particularly in the West, uh, US, Commonwealth, Europe. How far? improvements will go, I don't know. I'm not particularly optimistic. Again, my sense is that this whole group probably needs some kind of crash or further traumatic catalyst. Um, They're making it for themselves. So while genocide and mini-genocide or levels of genocide progress. Anyway, uh, today, class uh, 24 in the series on cosmology... Uh, earth history page 67 is the new material starting today in the section jesus of nazareth 2000 bp and um, last time we broached the topic and ross said that jesus didn't have a name he was a member of fourth density of the highest level in the sub-octave meaning he was probably near harvestable from 40 positive to 5 and so came in with a lot of wisdom. And Ross said uh, he was desirous of entering this planetary sphere in order to share the love vibration in as pure a manner as possible. And he received permission to perform the mission, permission to perform the mission. Um, That uh, indicates in a subtle way that he came in different than Wanderer's uh but to perform a specific mission now i don't know if he was trying to found a religion uh but he certainly intended to um bring teachings of love and uh, the love based wisdom to uplift the um the sheep that strayed and so i i see jesus yeshua as similar to Gautama as um religious reformers um, bringing uh, correctives to their uh, region and communities India and uh, Middle East who had lost the thread of pure teachings of uh, unity and um, path uh, where the Brahmins kind of gotten hardened into superstition and trances and blood uh, superiority and uh, similar problems in the middle east after the debacle with moses and uh, ya- uh, orion's co-optation of the yahweh name and all that so much reflection much much value could come from reflection upon uh the progression in india from you know original veda <clears throat> which i think was quite uh, well um, received initially and then how it degenerated a bit or hardened in uh, distortions over the centuries to 500 BC Gotama, same thing with um, pure message sent through pure Moses and then lost and lost the contact uh, with the pressure for political power and the same kind of pressure for political power Uh, upon pure teaching, teacher working like Moses was done with Jesus, with Judas, Judas and Jesus, and uh, the peoples and Moses, uh, pressure to politicize uh, uh, the uh, reception and utilization of the information or the teaching to become a political force for power. That's what caused the split uh, in the community around Moses, and that's what caused the split um, between <clears throat> what Christianity became and um, a more pure, um, non non political uh, Christian perspective. So. Anyway, uh, Rob basically said that it was uh, Orion had a hand in his downfall, as they have a hand in everything here. So it's like, <clears throat> if you want, you, it, it's impossible to not, to, to have a full freedom from Orion distortion or manipulation in uh, any kind of large organized system of teaching, it seems here, or any kind of large grouping of people. <clears throat> uh, people's negative tendencies and power, longing and greed and selfishness and ignorance and self-centeredness and psychological weakness and dot, 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 uh, uh, is fertile ground everywhere throughout all time for Orion uh, intervention or influencing. So Judas <clears throat> Judas himself, Ross said, also believed it was doing the appropriate thing in bringing about or forcing Upon Jesus, the necessity for bringing into 3D planetary power distortion of 3D rule over others, bringing in the 3D planetary power distortion of 3D rule over others, meaning the distortion of seeking political power over others by rulership over others in 3D space-time, but that's, you know, done in 4D-2, right? Rulership and control top-down, of course uh judas and so this this kind of confusion of uh, moral confusion one one of the hallmarks of this whole cycle has been moral confusion uh leading some to apathy leading others to holy war sanctified self-sanctified uh permission self <laughs> self-sanctified um, unilateral personally granting permission To do atrocity or violence or war in the name of holy sanctity and uh, God. So clothed in the flag and clothed in the uh, robes clothed in religious robes and attire, clothed in the flag of national patriotism. Lots of souls in this world do harm (laughs) and uh, consider themselves holy sanctified uh, with complete you know spiritual permission or metaphysical permission to do what they wish to do for their own personal desire to grow the group and gain power and control and dominate and eat and uh, eat and slaughter so that's just the way most groupings have been here for the entirety of the cycle uh, post Lemuria so uh, Judas felt, if pushed into a corner, Jesus would, this is just a paraphrase, Jesus would be able to see the wisdom of using the power of intelligent infinity in order to rule others. See the wisdom of using power, spiritual power, metaphysical power, to rule others. It's all for the great. Right, it's only for your own good, so they say. And uh, Yesh- Judas was mistaken because Yeshua was not oriented towards that. And that resulted in his uh, martyrdom crucifixion. That he rejected Judas' call to use his spiritual power for 3D physical, political rule over the community and others. Okay, back to that again. So the new material starts page 67, uh, top session 17, question 18. Don asks, then... If the entity Jesus was fourth density and there are wanderers on the planet today who came from fifth and sixth density, what was it that Jesus did that enabled him to be such a good healer? And could these fifth and sixth density beings here, wanderers, today do the same? It's a useful question. Uh, And um, Ra's answer basically is a discussion of healing and the metaphysics of healing, meaning healing other, (laughs) so-called. There isn't actually healing other but there's uh, a metaphysics of energy reception transmission that associates to self-healing and uh, supporting or helping other souls do their own evolution. And so Ra's answer is, those who heal, meaning, quote, do healing, those who heal may be of any density which has the consciousness of the spirit. This includes third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh densities. The third density can be one in which healing takes place just as the others. However, there is more illusory material to understand, to balance, to accept, and to move forward from. Next paragraph, there are four paragraphs here. Number two, the gate to intelligent infinity can only be opened when an understanding of the in-streamings of intelligent energy are opened unto the healer. These are the so-called natural laws of your local space-time continuum and its web of electromagnetic sources or nexi of in-streaming energy. Know then first the mind and the body. Then as the spirit is integrated and synthesized, those are harmonized into a mind-body-spirit complex which can move along the dimensions and which can open the gateway to intelligent infinity, thus healing self by light and sharing that light with others. <clears throat> That's a crucial phrase. And here's the capstone, the final paragraph of the reply. True healing is simply the radiance of the self Causing an environment. In which a catalyst may occur. Which initiates the recognition of self. By self. Of the self healing properties. Of the self. So true healing. I'll repeat. True healing is simply the radiance of the self. Causing an environment in which a catalyst may occur. Which initiates the recognition of self. By self. Of the self healing properties. Of the self. Very self uh, focused. Reply. So Don is wondering, well, if he's fourth density and we may be five and six, how come we can't do what he can do? And Ra explains, number one, doing healing, quote, um, requires consciousness of the spirit, meaning a mind body spirit complex, rather than a mind body complex or a mind body. So your mind body, it's mind body and then mind body spirit complex or not complex. The complex <clears throat> comes in by the acquisition or activation of spirit complex. The, the spirit field is basically, as far as I can tell, sixth and seventh chakra, sixth and seventh ray, or dimensional energy fields. Six dimensional, associates with the indigo, the indigo ray, um, form maker body. It means the etheric energy field. Associated with six opera, associated with sixth density, associated with higher self, associated with genetic mm, engineering, genetic fashioning. <clears throat> That's what it means. Form maker. The form of the body or the form of the energy bodies is made by uh, made by higher self activity on its own level. Uh, sixth density energy field as the form maker body for. Mind, body, spirit, beingness, totality, complex, the total self. So, animals don't have that. They would be called mind, body entities. Humans without a veil would be called mind, body, spirit entities. Humans with the veil would be called mind, body, spirit, complex, beingness, totality entities, or com- mind, body, spirit, complexes. <clears throat> it's the, com- the The addition of the spirit complex happens... In third density, it's the provision of self-conscious identity, the ability to differentiate self and other. Animals don't have that as clearly as human. They don't have consciousness of the spirit. That doesn't mean there's no spirit. It just means it's not activated in second density beings with those bodies. And that consciousness of the spirit is um, evident in harvestable animals or trees meaning my cat and dog has personality when i say their name they look at me and ask you know look wonderingly like what am i what am i I saying Uh, animals and plants certainly animals is easier to recognize that seem to have a more personality Uh, they're they're not running fully on instinct they seem to have a certain sensitivity and a certain human quality even, sometimes, that can be evidence of close to harvestability. So okay, that ability to heal goes from is for entities third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, though I don't know how much healing is done in seventh density. So three D, third density, of course, is a place where quote healing can happen, of course. But there's more illusory material uh meaning more catalyst, more illusory catalyst, more catalyst that's more thoroughly illusory. Understanding's is not of this density. So <clears throat> uh, it's not even native that we can fully understand, we can develop. It's not native to this dimension uh, to um, uh, naturally by default have understanding of self or other or phenomena because that's properly a fourth density quality to the extent that one dissolves the veil or reduces it or activates green blue indigo then sure and Ross said you know the work is for that illusory material or uh, catalyst inner and outer what arises and what we perceive in the so-called environment uh, the work of healing begins with self-healing and that work is understanding balancing accepting and then move forward from so should I, uh, <clears throat> uh how how do I heal this and that? How do I move forward? Understanding, balancing, and accepting. Or know yourself, accept yourself. Or uh, it begins with accepting, allowing the visceral. You see, Ra's comprehension of this is uh, different than mine. Or it's the same, but I order their teaching a certain way. Because I think. The initial working is um, a willingness to accept and allow the visceral experience of the sensations and feelings in the body associated with triggered, the catalyst of triggering, emotional triggering, the catalyst of whatever, whatever catalyst we um, find difficult. Whatever we find difficult is a catalyst that hasn't yet been uh, worked upon or processed. So whatever is difficult represents catalyst not yet processed when it becomes, when it goes from difficult to not difficult, then it's a sign that processing has happened. What processing? The processing of understanding, balancing, accepting, forgiving if necessary. But understanding (laughs) doesn't happen unless you um, allow a, a, a relatively thorough experience of that which you're seeking to understand. So the first step, if we're talking about triggered emotional charge or confusion and a point of decision uh, in which we need to see clearly to know what's best or better to know which choice to take or which choice is better for self and other to take and then how to apply or how to uh, progress uh, by, you know, in the choice we're making. So there are many challenging points of catalyst. There's looking at humanity and feeling rage or distress or dismay or fear or panic or hopelessness or something. Looking at, at humanity having an emotional reaction. Looking at our friends or people in relationships having an emotional reaction. Looking at all these, uh, looking outside at the group, looking outside at others, looking inside at the self, looking at our past, looking at our future. Considering this, that and the other thing, inner, outer, past, present, future. That we find difficult, that uh, we've been avoiding, that associates with emotional charge and visceral feeling in the body. All that, that, begin, that working, the processing begins with allowing, allowing the lowest level, which is the visceral, uncomfortable, upsetting, confusing sensations in the body. Second skanda, vidna, feeling so it starts with accepting and allowing allowing and not controlling not minimizing not exaggerating you know neither minimize nor exaggerate neither suppress nor amplify this is how to deal with mind how to deal with life is dealing with mind what's difficult in life is a is is centered in the working in mind with our reactions with our so-called experience of the so-called catalyst whether it's outer group or outer individual or inner body or meaning self-oriented catalyst of body sensations or thoughts and feelings or memory and fantasy of the future or present moment uh, situations that we don't quite understand or decision point or how to um, you know enact a decision or how to proceed in the after that we've made the decision so there are countless, countless forms of catalyst <clears throat> that need to be processed, which is called healing and balance. balance. Healing and balance is the way. But it doesn't start with understanding. It, it, In some sense, it starts with an understanding that this needs to be healed, or I need to look in at it, or this is important. Now, if it's not important, go your way and drop whatever you think is not important. But if, if you think it's important, or if you recognize indeed it is, or I want healing, or I don't want to be in this emotional charge again and again, or I don't want to be in confusion, or I want to understand, then the first step is to uh, allow where we're at right now, which means the emotional charge, whether it's uh, anger, aversion related, or grasping desire, or grief and sorrow related, or fear and panic and doom and dot, 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 or the dismay of uh, confusion and non-understanding. That is the first level of understand of, of acceptance, which is allowing the sensory, the visceral. Then, then, then pro- more properly, I think comes understanding, which is, what is this? First of all, what am I feeling? How can I label this sensory experience? Proper labeling. It's it's all provisional. It's all illusory, but it's uh, using uh, some wisdom, love, wisdom-based illusion of comprehension, understanding to move from a uh, greater distortion to lesser distortion. <clears throat> and that's called balancing. And the balancing, again, is, is some recognition that this isn't all. There is a polarity in play and there is an alternative. While I'm uh, angry or lonely or sad or afraid or confused, there's definitely right now the possibility that I could not be angry, not be depressed and uh, uh, lonely, and not be um, in fear or panic or confusion. That's the you know where you find impatience, find the corresponding patience. It's something like that. It's not as angular <clears throat> as okay. I'm yes. Okay, now I know what the sensation is. I, I'm. Impatient. I feel restless. I want to move this along with this along. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, where's the corresponding patience? Oh, okay, okay, patient, patience. Where are you? you that, that, You know, how's that done? I don't even know. You concoct some version of patience in the midst of impatience? Well, it's not exactly that, but it's some sense that I know I don't have to be stuck here. I know this is worthy of attention. I know it's uncomfortable. I don't want to stay here. I know that it's possible that I don't have to stay here in this condition. I know it's possible to move out of confusion to some knowing, to move out of emotional charge to some emotional stabilization or peace or equanimity. It's possible to make peace with this. It's possible to accept what I don't like or hate or don't want to accept. It's possible to accept it. Uh, It's possible to be better, to to be in a better condition, just with that self-trust, self-faith. That second chakra development, non-blockage of second chakra, is the basis of that capacity to uh, acknowledge, in the midst of distortion, that non-distortion is possible. In the midst of emotional charge, that I could be, I could release this, or this emotional charge could be released. In the midst of confusion, to recognize. I think I I know I can find some answers. In the midst of uh, not knowing, I know I can know. I realize I can. Uh, I can be... I don't have to be bound to these patterns. Uh, that itself is finding the corresponding patience. Finding the corresponding quality of mind or consciousness that... Uh, represents the balancing polarity to the distorted present condition, whatever it may be, whether it 's emotional charge or confusion or what some kind of vague uh, monkey mindedness even or uh, that that's basic that 's secondary ignorance something whatever the whatever is whatever ails you <laughs> some faith. Sensing, knowing, trusting, I don't have to be stuck here forever. I can get out of this. People who say, well, that's just the way I am, are refusing to heal, are refusing self-healing. They're refusing to accept that they can be otherwise. And they basically don't really want to be otherwise. Hmm. So if you think you can't be otherwise, it may be because you don't want to be otherwise. And maybe you don't want to be otherwise because you have a firm conviction that it's impossible that's just the way i am my father was always that way he always that way nobody nobody changes people are the same and in fact most people many humans don't change much over an incarnation actually many people don't you know talk about learning growing if i i mean like the hardest question for me is what do you do (laughs) i can't even answer how do you do without getting into some involved discussion of What is uh, help? What is spiritual growth? What is uh, learning, growing? What is, what exactly happens during counseling sessions? What exactly is the nature of this teaching or talking? It's hard to explain in a way that uh, uh, non non initiates can grasp when they say, "Hey, man, what do you do? "Eh, What do you do?" So, all right. So that's my uh, you know minor challenge. at that time but no having some sense that i can find an answer i can be free of this pain i can move out of um, grasping aversion ignorance little by little at least that itself um, comes from a relatively some degree of non-blockage second chakra and uh, that itself is i think the uh, akin to the practical Working the practical the, the way that that uh, find the corresponding patients really looks It's some sense that I I Sense or I know or I trust or I believe I don't have to be in this painful condition uh, Indefinitely I can get out of this, but then how is the challenge and The first step I think is to accept the visceral when there's a strong visceral then looking into mind with wisdom with the heart of um, let me know truth. I want to be honest here. I don't want to lie to myself. I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to be upset. I don't want to be confused. And I sense if with effort I can be um, out of the greater Dukkha conditions. And so that's what it means, the efficient use of catalysts, and that's what processing to healing and balance means and it's definitely involved with um, accepting understanding balancing and continuing with that it is a balancing then the metaphysics second paragraph of what what becoming a healer is all about or self-healing too there's a gate to intelligent infinity and then there's in streamings of intelligent energy intelligent infinity as uh, equivalent to one infinite creator is Godhead. So the gate to Godhead, the gate to the source of light. But that gate is actually the door or the linkage between six and seven chakras, as far as I know. So while the gate to intelligent infinity is the act, is the integration or the capacity to um, make communication between an activated sixth chakra and the seventh chakra, which doesn't need working upon, but needs accessing to. it. it it is, you know, infinity is. There's no blockage to it. There's no working on it. But there's the working that allows one to, as Nichirenanda would say, uh, grow the size of the container uh, by which one draws water from the infinite, by which one touches or accesses the infinite. So, six chakra activation is the gate uh, to seven, six to seven. And intelligent infinity is the infinity uh, that is the shining crown, or the <laughs> the white light, um, or invisible clear light um, of seventh ray, seventh chakra. And it's a matter of how uh, great one's access, greater, lesser one's access. Most most human repeaters have a dim headlight, and the greatest of the great have a Brilliant sun headlight, and that's because their gate to intelligent infinity has been fully opened and dissolved, and there's no more gate gating has been finished, and the mind-body-spirit complex partakes of the infinite fully as fully as possible in the human body, you know, or talking about Gautama Nishananda, and the other arhats or you know great achieved beings have something like that too, but perhaps a little lesser. Uh, It's only how, how, the gate to intelligent infinity um, means how do we fully open the gate? Well, how do we fully uh, uh, open six to seven, open the highest level of the personal to the infinite, open the transpersonal (laughs) to the infinite? Well, you got to finish with the personal. You got to finish with the personal to um, work upon the transpersonal to open it to infinity. So that it returns to infinity. Well, that's done with, quote, understanding of in-streamings of intelligent energy um, when the healer, when those understandings are opened unto the healer, then the healer who first works upon himself, uh understands in-streamings of intelligent energy. But this understanding doesn't mean cognitive or, or conceptual. Understanding is of fourth density. It's not of third density. It's not of third chakra. It's of the two, four, six line. It's of fourth chakra. Uh huh. So understanding is a technical term equivalent to unconditional acceptance and love. It seems to me love with a capital L, love as a complete non-obstruction, complete non-control, unconditional allowance. Wu wei, exactly what Wu wei is, non-interference. And exactly what uh, sati dhyana practice teaches sati as mindfulness, dhyana as meditation. Annapanna sati, or any type of Buddhist sati, you know, sati dharana, concentration associated with sati or mindfulness, non grasping attentiveness, training, development, practice, fruit, itself is wu non-interference allowing you know what is is and and uh, that that is green ray development and that is understanding and so understanding in streamings of intelligent energy doesn't mean thinking about it and writing a book it means unconditionally accepting the totality of the in-streamings of intelligent energy well, it means allowing the capacity to fully accept the whole of the instreamings of intelligent energy means fully developed or very highly developed Six Chakra. Uh, the Six Chakra itself opens uh, or when well, by uh, thorough or quite major significant Six Chakra activation, the gateways open because six chakra is triadic. There's an upward-looking, a downward-looking, and a, and a central. It's considered sometimes that the six chakra has three petals, um, or it's a circle. There are different visual representations of ajna chakra, ajna chakra six chakra, uh, but there's an upward-looking, a downward-looking, and a non-moving uh, or a non, non-directed. Quality to six chakra it is shown in some of the uh, iconography of six chakra by yogis and the Hindu tradition. So there's six chakra looking up, which is the gateway. There's six chakra looking down, which is associated with um, healing and balance <laughs> and the integration. It's Jivatman. atman. Jiva goes into atman by way of um, the completion of uh, the personal working, particularly two, three, four, five, that is done sufficiently by way of six. Eventually, it's uh, capped by six. And then there's the working of six chakra that is of beingness. And so there's six chakra in, in motion, and there's six chakra not in motion. There's six chakra... Uh, basically i mean it's it, the law of one or unity or awareness of unified self is six chakra, but even this takes requires unpacking. I could do a whole talk on seventeen eighteen here because it 's that deep and it 's that important Third eye, sixth chakra uh basically uh, can be active or non active can be um, in motion or not. Like pra-nya, prajna, prajna, Pran wisdom in Buddhism in Theravada. In Pali Buddhism, Panya is a wisdom commonly. In Sanskrit that's prajna. It's etymologically pra The nya is the exact same nya as a nya chakra. Ajna that believe it or not, the J is silent. So everybody's saying Ajna Prajna, it's not correct. <laughs> or it's just, you know, a distortion of the original enunciation of the uh, Sanskrit syllable. And it's, so it's pratnya, and ajna, nya chakra. And I, I, I don't even say it perfectly, but the nya ajna, as the commoners will say, like me, the ajna chakra is... The etymological goes etymologically to A-Nya, a A-Nya is the beingness of Nya. pra Prajna, is uh, its descent or its movement into wisdom or its uh, manifestation as wisdom. Uh, working, um, integrating the personal with the transpersonal is relative completion of the work upon two three four five that is uh led by wisdom <laughs> that's led by uh, ultimately love based wisdom meaning honesty honest wisdom is love based wisdom dishonest wisdom is negative use of wisdom is what the negatives do heart chakra blockage but that's uh, you know <laughs> further illusory uh, if you want to be out of illusory on the way to six chakra rather than live in illusion on your way to six chakra or sixth density then uh, follow a positive path or wisdom love wisdom based progression is the way of healing or unblocking the lower triad working finishing the working on two and three and uh, the development of the balancing of green blue the green blue chakra love wisdom commonly thought um, progresses by um, increasing reality-based, truthful, honest, love-centered wisdom, which is pra-nya, pra is the, <laughs> the realization atmanic six chakra, coming on down into the personal, two, three, four, five. Then, when that's done sufficiently, or as that's increasingly done, the other two aspects of Anya Chakra, six chakra, are as well developed, which is the beingness aspect, which is like you know, <laughs> uh, unity does nothing, you know, or um, it's, it's called beingness. I mean, you know, mind, body, spirit, beingness, totality, complex, beingness is six chakra. So base of being is the base condition of six of six density atman. So beingness is. Um, the state of, of unified self consciousness. Unified self consciousness, not dualistic self consciousness. So then it's a sense of self with relative unity. All is I. Rather than I'm here and you're there, this is inner and that's outer, I'm subject and you're object, and there's time and space and everything is differentiated. All differentiation is real, is dualistic. And realizing all differentiation are sort of uh, dreams of one f- dreams and perturbations of a thing single field and then it's eventually not even perturbations uh, what we call differentiation is is no impediment to unity it is no doesn't need to be differentiation is unity <laughs> that's the point dualism what we experience as dualism is unity not there's some greater way of tweaking it and seeing that it's all one that's true too that you can see it all as shining light or it's all manifestation of light thus the forms are different but the substance is the one is one which the substance is light and the source is the source of light Uh, there's another level of unity beyond that or there's a deeper understanding of unity beyond Discussing differentiation or duality, which is that what appears as many um, is the dance of the one, and um, there's never been many. <laughs> there's only been the the one, and you know you're not you're not living in material universe. You're dancing thoughts. Said Ra. So, in any case, uh, the movement from dualistic self consciousness to unified self consciousness is the union of Jiva and Atman becoming Jiva Atman. This is working particularly by way mainly on the lower and the central aspects of Atna six chakra. Working on the higher aspect which comes later predominantly or the greater working on the higher aspect comes later. The initial working of six chakra is the lower and the central. The final working on the six chakra is the central and the higher. The higher is this gating, gateway opening to intelligent affinity six to seven. Because the lower aspect is working one, you know, one through five to six, or two, three, four, five, particularly to six. In any case, that type of six chakra working is a long piece of work. (laughs) And um, there's its manifestation into the worlds of form, the lower, there's its beingness as is, the, the stillness, the endless stillness of unity. It's basically infinity of space and consciousness, sixth and th- uh, fifth and sixth jhanas, is uh, akin to the state of beingness uh, infinite, non differentiated, boundless space, non uh, differentiated, boundless consciousness. This is of unity, or of um, the central position, the central aspect of six chakra, and then the higher is gate to intelligence affinity. All right. You won't hear that from many folks, but, uh, teachers know that real folks above me know that. Then, uh, what about, what, what is this understanding of in-streamings, uh, open unto the healer? It's particularly, um, the unity, uh, the, the, the whole of the, um, seven chakra system. The in streamings of intelligent energy are the seven chakra system, particularly one through six, or one through five, or two, three, four, five. Knowing um, the objective uh, in, the, in the subjective. <clears throat> um, they solve so-called natural laws of your local space-time continuum. Understanding, understanding, understanding doesn't mean cognitive conceptual. I mean, that includes it. But in general, uh, understanding is green ray, unconditional accepting, allowing, being with, non interference, non grasping, um, attentiveness. <laughs> that is basically not interfering, um, not distorting uh, the personal chakras, two, three, four, five. <laughs> the so called natural laws of your local space on continuum. You mean the ley lines that go through the UK? No. <laughs> How the law of gravity? No, <laughs> it's uh, the local space-time continuum is the body, and the web of electromagnetic sources are next of in-streaming. The points of in-streaming are the seven chakras, as far as I can tell. And there are other ways to to interpret this, of course. But know thyself means uh, ultimately know the totality of the personal, and then know the uh the source of the personal which is the transpersonal and then they know the nature of the transpersonal which is the infinite so this kind of thing so then no first mind of the body well that's chakras two three four five particularly I mean one you can know the root chakra or understand but uh, mainly know first the personal which is your personal my body then as more of that is is done meaning. Second and third chakras are increasingly unblocked. Fourth and fifth chakras are increasingly activated and balanced and coordinated. Then uh, one harmonize, one may, one will <laughs> work further with sixth chakra. That's called spirit is integrated and synthesized. And that is the integration of um, awareness of unity or being um, while activity occurs it's anyway this, this was a long discussion also and that is a synthesis it's a putting together the spirit or transpersonal with the personal and um, preparing it for um, opening to infinity and that whole thing then those are those meaning the mind body and spirit are harmonized into a mind-body-spirit complex under the veil which can move along the dimensions, meaning uh, work with the seven chakras, particularly, again, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, move along the dimensions, <laughs> like playing the scale, like uh, the yogi going up and down the jhanas. But actually, we're talking about accepting or making understanding as accepting, as allowing, as uh, not manipulating, not controlling, not distorting the conditions or the reality of the influx of 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th chakras, the personal, mind, body. <clears throat> Don't distort yourself. And where there's distortion, uh, open heart, mind, body to um, let it be or let it be as it is in this distorted condition. That's called, that's in one example, um, allowing, accepting painful, visceral, emotional charge emotional charge visceral discomfort and you know associated what with with grasping aversion ignorance associated with anger frustration impatience associated with uh, grief sorrow longing loneliness associated with wanting and not having longing and associated with fear you know uh, panic confusion dismay uh, dissociative conditions even which are hard to work with so um, accepting all that or allowing all that is meeting distortion with love, unconditional accepting. It doesn't mean I like it. Love doesn't mean like. It means uh, understanding it. It <laughs> means letting it be, experiencing it as it is. I mean, particularly experiencing the pain of our distortions, the visceral pain, discomfort, and the mental dissonance, uh, particularly like. I was wrong and now I see or I'm confused and it's upsetting or I don't know or there's a there's a double bind here or there's cognitive dissonance here or uh, I thought I was right now I see I was wrong maybe I'm a shithead no because I'm so stupid well maybe that's not true but you were mistaken Uh-huh So all of that is understanding and accepting and allowing and knowing and rightly conceiving take responsibility for not getting stuck in self-blame or blame of other all that this is a free movement along the dimensions not flying out of your body but uh, moving awareness um, being able to be freely aware of the personal and the transpersonal particularly the personal the transpersonal not much of a problem <laughs> the problem is the personal Particularly second, third chakra blockages, and then weird conditions or imbalances of love wisdom, and particularly lack of wisdom. <laughs> Not you know, wisdom is a rather lonely matter, or something like that. Raw said, and uh, ma- most people don't want that, and so only a few have developed significant wisdom here. Uh, but it's pratnya, wisdom, or the movement of of nya realization or unity that's required to get back to unity (laughs) okay so that's what they mean by move along the dimensions they don't mean go out of body uh, joy riding and then can eventually will open gateway to intelligent infinity. six to seven healing self by light and sharing that light with others that's all healing is Uh, a relatively healed crystallized fourth fifth chakra condition Healed means lower triad blockages significantly removed or released, second, third chakra blockage. Distortions of the personal, distortions of the interpersonal, distortions of the sense of self, distortions of the relations between self and other and, and self and the group or society. Those have been significantly resolved or released or unblocked. That's the healing self. And sharing that light with others is done particularly by green, blue, indigo fourth, fifth, sixth chakra activation. The crystallized healer has no will, said Ra, meaning personal willfulness. Uh, but, you know, thy will be done. The, the What's best for all. And, that, and that's all that healing needs to be. I mean, you can do technique and technique can be very helpful. Sending energy with the crystal and moving it here and waving the wand and all that. Fine. <laughs> but uh, one can walk in the world as a healer or walk in the world radiating light. And I wouldn't say I'm a healer, I'm a teacher, I'm a this, and I'm an expert. This is second chakra blockage, uh, adding a head to your head. No need for titles and roles, actually. But when, to the degree that one has healed the personal, or released lower triad blockage, by way of love wisdom, and then balanced and developed further, developed further and balanced and coordinated that love wisdom. And is aware of being or self as a being of infinite worth and complete and whole and perfect and six-two chakra band. Uh, Spiritualized mind or opening the mind to spirit, integration of spirit with my body to some degree. Um, Then one walks the world shedding light. One walks the world radiating light. I walk as a healer. That, that, you know... (laughs) whatever i wouldn't say that but uh, one walks in radiance to some degree and that naturally shares light with all then they say true healing is simply the radiance of self causing an environment right it's radiance of what i is or radiance of the mind body spirit being this totality complex in 3d form true healing is the radiance is one's radiance who one who has done that this work that causes an environment or is uh, in an influence upon the environment that shedding that sharing light with others that the natural radiance of the one who's done that work that radiance uh, as of the true healing that there's real healing work is the creation of a field or generates or manifests as a heel, a field of light, intelligent energy, light, not, not seven, not chakras particularly, but light of intelligent energy or prana or, you know, <laughs> true source of energy, um, a, a field of light, capital L, in which then a catalyst, it itself is a catalyst, the catalyst of a walking field of light, To some degree, however, greater, minor, you know, low, middle, and high. Fields of light, bright, radiant fields uh, of beings walking around who've done the work. That then itself is a catalyst, but also um, is a field of light in which a further catalyst can occur, which can initiate in the moment or further the continuance of The healing of the person, the other people in the field of light, meaning the recognition of the other self, by the other self, of the self-healing properties of themselves, that other self. one Those nearby that being may well (laughs) uh, experience a catalyst, the the field of that, that person's field of light walking around is a catalyst. And further catalyst can kind of occur then too, which then some people will be able to make use of to then initiate uh, initiate in the moment, which may or may not be a continuance of working that they've done before, initiate and uh, further their own working of self-healing, which is their own self-recognition. They recognition by themselves, uh, the recognition of what they are or more of who they are, what they are, which may be a recognition of how wounded they are, you know. I say I love you and you start crying. Why? Well, I love you um, as catalyst, uh, speaking, or I as whatever degree of radiant field this one is, uh, as catalyst for that other one who in that case was able to then experience a catharsis of old sorrow, long held perhaps okay that's good that's not my healing them that's them healing themselves that's self-healing so all healing is self-healing i don't heal the healers don't heal the healer doesn't heal ron said the healer is simply one who has become a relatively radiant field by way of healing their personal ba- healing power and balancing the personal and then balancing the uh, higher qualities of love wisdom and uh activating three aspects the lower, middle, lower, central and higher of the ashnya chakra so that's all associated with the energy lines of the body and the seven chakra energy conditions Um, and that's all the healing that there is there. Uh, and it's not like the person, the healer so-called could send energy in a more focused way by the hands or a crystal or this or that but how much um, the receiver receives and how well they use it, and their outcome from that situation depends on them. All right, that's uh, 55 50 minutes on one question. 17:19, uh, and I'll wrap it up soon. Ra, uh, Don asked, "How did Jesus learn during his incarnation?" Ra said, the entity, this entity learned the ability the ability of healing." learned the ability by a natural kind of remembering at a very young age. Unfortunately, this entity, Jesus, Yeshua, first discovered his ability to penetrate Intelligent Infinity. Right, that's the point. Gateway to Intelligent Infinity is a penetration into Intelligent Infinity by the personal and the transpersonal. So, unfortunately, this entity first discovered his ability to penetrate Intelligent Infinity by becoming the distortion you call angry at a playmate this entity was touched by the entity known to you as Jesus and was fatally wounded. Thus the one known as Jesus became aware that there dwelt in him a terrible potential. The entity, This entity determined to discover how to use this energy for the good, not for the negative. This entity was extremely positively polarized and remembered more than most wanderers do. And that's a difference. Not all wanderers remember so much. Uh, there are wanders, all wanders or from fourth and fifth and sixth density positive groups are clearly positively polarized, but not extremely not necessarily extremely positively polarized so uh talking about Albert Schweitzer talking about nikola Tesla uh I believe Rao talked about that they were in the category of extremely positively polarized extremely great workings uh so Yeshua learned his ability to utilize intelligent energy by way of contact with intelligent infinity that's how it's done uh, six chakra access to a gateway to intelligent infinity by that gate gateway spirit shuttle so called accesses intelligent energy which is etheric body the one which is light but infinity is prior to light so uh, accessing intelligent infinity or or contacting uh, making an opening to intelligent infinity accesses intelligent energy which is light so contacting the source of light one may access and utilize light and then one walks naturally as a somewhat radiant field of light Mm -hmm. so jesus touched a playmate became angry and and the other playmate died so touch killed so Jesus became aware in him this terrible potential to, to kill by, you know, by thought. The thought that was able to direct intelligent energy to, you know, the other by way of his anger desire to punish. So the thought of punishing, I want to get back at you um was sufficient um, even at a young age uh, to direct intelligent energy that would uh, fulfill the desire to punish and killed that other boy or child okay and and you know that story is in the is- islamic uh, quran or some of the commentaries actually or somewhere in the hindu the, the islamic corpus of teachings there seems to be a discussion of jesus's childhood and this notion that he killed somebody how about that? I'm not sure of the details, but you could check it if you're interested. So then, being so extremely positively polarized, beneath, within this, uh, within, you know, deep in the mind, at a anchored position of deep mind, the extreme positive polarization um, was the uh, basis of his immediate decision, I think, how to use that energy for the good, not the negative. How to do good, not harm, by his access to power, to you know, intelligent energy, uh, light power. He was extremely positive, positive, and he remembered more than most wanderers do. And that's another matter. Not every wanderer remembers very much when they're here, um, and there's a cost to remembering. You get something. You got to pay something to get something. Uh, certainly, work needs to be done, but it also the more one remembers all sorts of things, <laughs> who one is, where one's from, why one's here, what is uh, the nature of the work on, in, in, the, in the situation here of life, life on earth. Um, one uh, is incapable or, or simply impossible to adjust and adapt and fit in in certain ways. 1720, this will be the last, let me just see. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll read this and then not comment much on it, but pick it up for next time. 1720. <clears throat> it's a good question and a very deep answer. Don asked, How did this aggressive action against a playmate affect Jesus in his spiritual growth? Where did he go after his physical death? Hmm. Very different questions. Ra replies with uh, three big paragraphs. First, they said, The entity you call call Jesus was galvanized by this experience and began a lifetime of seeking and searching. This entity studied first day and night in its own religious constructs, which you call Judaism, and was learned enough to be a rabbi, as you call the teach learners of this particular rhythm or distortion of understanding, at a very young age. At the age of approximately 13 and a half of your years, This entity left the dwelling place of its earthly family, as you would call it, and walked into many other places seeking further information. This went on sporadically until the entity was approximately 25, at which time it returned to its family dwelling and learned and practiced the art of its earthly father. When the entity had become able to integrate or synthesize all experiences, the entity began to speak to other selves and teach-learn what it had felt during the preceding years to be of an worthwhile nature. The entity was absolved karmically of the destruction of the other self when it was in its last portion of the lifetime and spoke upon what you would call a cross, saying, quote, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, end quote. In forgiveness lies the stoppage of the wheel of action what, or what you call karma. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, th- there's a, a lot going on here, but... <clears throat> Obviously, Ra's not explaining everything, but they're giving a introductory answer to uh, a question uh, that could take that could go very far with understanding. Um, he was galvanized by the experience; uh, he, it, it set him off. He set himself off on a path of seeking and searching. He studied first locally in Judaism. He was a rabbi at a young age. He then, at 13 and a half, left his uh, family's home, walked to many places seeking teaching, like a pilgrimage, just like Nichananda left uh, Mr. Rao, I think. Um, I'm not sure, Rao, maybe. He left the caretaker when he was 12 or something. <laughs> Sorry, wandering in India, in the north. Yeshua too. that then went on sporadically till he was 25 or so then he returned to the family home and uh, followed in the footsteps of his father's uh, carpentry when he then could experience, uh, integrate or synthesize this is after 25 right? back at home, back in Nazareth I guess he began to speak to others and and nowhere do we see him starting a religion, by the way (laughs) and that's back to the Man from Earth film, Jerome Bixby The Man from Earth, a profound movie and uh interesting to think about so he was speaking to others after he settled back in to um his father's occupation uh his own and felt prepared and started talking and um whatever he felt he learned that was valuable and whatever he felt was helpful to them i guess he talked to them he was then absolved karmically i mean to me that there's What? There was nothing else absolved him karmically other than saying this on the cross? And I'm not even sure if he died on the cross and this is where we get into Ra being careful not to infringe on our confusion I think, but whatever. His statement supposedly on the cross to forgive them for killing me, please. It's kind of strange, frankly because what? (laughs) Abba father one infinite creator godhead didn't wouldn't forgive them um and and what you should forgive them were they forgiven (laughs) what does that do he it it absolved his karma his forgiving them i mean in a sense he's uh, i think he's forgiving them i mean you don't need to tell godhead to forgive Godhead never blames why uh, there's no movement of Godhead from to forgiveness if there's no uh, position of Godhead in blame. Hmm. but we learn we need to learn forgiveness and we do blame so there's something that doesn't make sense to me there. Uh, it was his uh, I mean he was absolved karmically by asking God to forgive them. He was forgiving them and um even this is uh, shallow because uh, the entirety of uh the karmic consequences of that initial action of killing the child the the playmate the karmic consequences uh, were more than this <laughs> it doesn't mean that it was the the, mo- the such a profound karma for him but um I would imagine there were many means by which um, karmic uh, clearance occurred for him other than this final statement at the end of his life. But it is, if he's saying, I forgive them, uh, in a way it's totally resonant because he didn't know what he was doing either. And in many ways he's saying, I forgive myself for not knowing what I did or I forgive them For them killing me here, not knowing what they're doing. This is pretty heavy forgiveness. But then this is a whole other matter. could take all long, but I won't do it. We'll leave it on this note. In forgiveness lies the stoppage of the wheel of action, or what you call karma. Um, I would think it needs much unpacking, because uh, one could do mass atrocity, and then what? Presumably somebody could come to full forgiveness of themselves for that. So then what? Their karmic load from that activity is fully released or dissolved? I don't think so. I don't think so. So this is a this is a, a first level teaching. Anyway, that'll be it for today. Um, talking further about Yeshua. Yeshua was, you know, again, fourth density, positive wanderer, extremely positive and a very special case did he come in to found a religion well he may not have had the intention but it was part of the plan by which they granted him access or allowed that wanderer incarnation so it's it's very there's, there's this go on and on with the speculation but it was um, the in, in initiation of the common era of the modern age and so Yeshua was critical uh, person being great great teacher uh for um earth humanity for the end of the cycle anyway i hope that's helpful i hope you're well take good of your oh yeah we're gonna have class next week but we'll miss the christmas week class i'll be, be a break then anyway hope you're well take good care of yourselves That's important see you next time and good night